So Mark chapter 7, uh, beginning in verse 14, Jesus says, And He called the people to Him again and said to them, Hear Me, all of you, and understand, there is nothing outside a person that by going into Him can defile Him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile Him. And when He had entered the house and left the people, His disciples asked Him about the parable. And He said to them, then, there are also, then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a person from outside cannot defile him, since it enters not his heart but his stomach and is expelled? Thus he declared all foods clean, and he said, What comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and they defile a person. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your Word today. And Lord Jesus, we pray that You would help us to look within. Uh, to really truly understand what is within us without you and what is within us when we allow you to transform and to change our hearts and to give us a new within uh, where we become a whole new creation where that old is gone and the new has come. And we pray for that for each one of our hearts and each one of our minds and uh, that you would do a mighty work today, a work that would extend beyond uh, this Sunday service but would go uh, throughout this whole week and throughout this whole community um, that lives would be changed and transformed. So we ask for Your help today and we humble ourselves before Your Word. God, we can do nothing without You and we are nothing without You if we are not connected to You. Uh, so help us to abide in You now. Uh, help us to hear Your voice and to change and transform our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And I want to encourage you to keep your Bible open to that passage. And we're going to go to some other passages as well today. Uh, but the overall word that I want you to begin to pray about is the word rise. Uh, we've been meeting um, as a, a long-range planning committee for over a year now. Uh, just praying about the future of our church family and uh, and one of the words that, that had kind of came up as we prayed about a vision is the word rise that we want to help people rise in Walnut Springs and the surrounding communities um, that we uh, we don't want to just you know give people uh, handouts or help people for a little bit although those things can be great but we want to help people eternally uh, we want people to experience the resurrection power of Jesus Christ and uh, uh, and so that, that's the overall heart of of Christianity is the resurrection of Jesus Christ that we don't just want to try to do better we want to rise we want to resurrect we want to become everything that God has called us to be as a church family and so as we look at that passage that we just read in Mark 7 one of the first areas that we must rise is within before resurrection can take a place anywhere else uh, you have to rise within because take a minute to to look at what's within the heart of people 
Um, every person uh, that is born on this earth, this is in their heart. Evil thoughts. Anybody have to te- teach you how to have evil thoughts? Uh, it was just there, wasn't it? Uh, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wanting other people's stuff, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness, all these evil things come from within and defile a person. They're there. They're within us. And to overcome that what's within, we have to rise. We have to be born again, Jesus said. We have to die to what's within and let Jesus Christ make us into something new. Transform us within our hearts and within our souls. And, and so Christianity is not about just trying to make good people better. Right? That's not what Christianity is about. Because we're not good, the Bible says. It's about making dead people rise. We cannot be, live according to how God wants us to live uh, because we're dead in our sins that are within. And so we have to pray for resurrection power. And so I want you to continue to pray for that for our community, for our church family, that we see people rise within to overcome the sickness and the sin in this world. And the world is more and more every day. This is good stuff. There's nothing Who's to tell you what's good and bad? Who's to tell you what's evil and not evil? And that's what rises within our evil thoughts and our evil hearts without Jesus Christ being truly our Savior and our Lord. Where we repent of our sin, we deny ourselves, we take up our cross, and we follow Him. So that's our first question today. Have you risen within? Has the Son of God risen within your heart? Are you saved today? Or is this your normal? That yeah, you have those evil things and those bad things in your life, but you're still good because you're not as bad as the really bad people. God sees right through that. He knows that, that, that you know, that is just your excuse for thinking that you're okay when you're lost and you're dead in your sin and you're separated from the God that created you. And you don't just need a little help. You need life. Right? You don't just need a little surgery. You need CPR. You need resurrection. You need God to come in and rise in your life to overcome all that evil that is within. And so we've got to rise within. But then the next challenge uh, I want to uh, issue today is you've got to rise above. Not just rise within. But we've got to see that our lives become, have a new direction. And that is an eternal direction. That is to rise above. Look at Colossians chapter 3. Uh, Colossians chapter 3. And again, I want you to take time this week to look at each one of these passages and, and pray over these words of Scripture and pray for that resurrection power in your life. In Colossians 3, If you then have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. We've got to rise within and then 
rise above. We've got to seek the things that are above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died to that old nature. Uh, And your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you also will appear with Him in glory. Therefore, or he says, put to death therefore what is earthly in you. Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked. You, when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old nature and its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of, the, of its Creator. So we've got to rise above all those things. Set our hearts and minds on the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, put all of our, our thoughts upon Him. Realize we have a new direction in this life. And, it's, and it's, it's eternal. It's above where Jesus Christ is. And we've got to put to death all those things. But as you get, get those things out of your life, you've got to replace them with something else. And, uh, and so it doesn't matter who we are, he says, whether you're Greek or Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave-free, Christ is all and in all. So no matter who you are or where you're coming from or what you're about, we need the Lord Jesus Christ. And we've got to, verse 12, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And above all these things put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. What does it look like to rise above? You have it clearly pictured there. And then he goes on. Wives, submit to your husbands that is fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Bond servants, obey in everything those who are, are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, 
work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. So rise above. Every area of your life, whether you're an employer, an employee, a wife, a husband, children, all those areas of our lives that we all are, there is a way to rise above that sinfulness that is within and be the people that God has created us and called us to be. So I encourage you today, rise within, rise above, and then rise beyond. God has a purpose and a plan for your life that is so far beyond what any of us can even imagine. And so look at 2 Corinthians 4 today. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 today. He writes, Therefore, having this ministry... By the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice or to tamper with God's Word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And so if we don't rise within and turn to Jesus Christ, the enemy just blinds us to the things of God. And if you ever wonder... Why do I keep hearing the Bible and nothing is happening? Or why do I keep trying to tell people about this wonderful God and nobody responds? The enemy is at work. We've got to wage war, spiritual warfare, against the enemy that is blinding the minds of unbelievers. Verse 5, For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and with ourselves as your servants for Jesus Christ. Some of us never get anywhere spiritually because we can't get past self-proclamation. It's got to be all about us or we're not having anything to do with it. And if we don't ever get past self-proclamation, we're never going to rise. Because when we live a risen life in Christ, it's proclaiming Jesus. It's about Him. We want to proclaim Christ Wherever we are. He says, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts. Is that true for you? To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. So right now we're in jars of clay and we go through persecution and struggle and hardship. But we have hope. He says, always carrying in the body of death the death of Jesus so that, we, uh, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. 
So we carry with us that sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. That I remember in this body that He suffered and died for me. And as I cherish that sacrifice and worship Him and rise beyond to, to, to know Him as my Savior and Lord, I will rise with Him in life just like He rose. He says, For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus uh, also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. So they were suffering as, as apostles and sharing the message of Jesus Christ and being persecuted and imprisoned, but it was for the life of others so that that message may go beyond their lives to touch the lives of people everywhere. He says, since we have the same spirit of faith according to what has been written, I believed and so I spoke, we also believe and so we also speak, knowing that He who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into His presence. There's the cherished resurrection hope that God who raised Jesus will raise us also with Jesus. He says, as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. That our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. So as we grow older, we experience that. That outer self uh, is wasting away. But there's, an, there's a within. There's a resurrection that can take place day by day to renew our spirit. He says, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. That's not making light of the trials and the hardships and the tribulations that we endure because we know they don't feel light and they feel like they're going on for a long, long period of time. But you have to keep in mind eternity. In light of eternity, we're going to have so much more understanding. He says, as we look not to the things that are seen, but that to the things that are not seen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. We've got to rise beyond. God has a calling and a plan uh, that goes beyond Whatever we suffer in this life, whatever hardships that we endure, we can rise beyond and trust in Him every step of the way. And so a lot of times if we're not careful, we are consumers only of religion or of whatever else, church type things. But God's not just calling us to be consumers. He's calling us to rise. To be more than that. To be more than someone that just takes and takes and takes. But someone that becomes a giver. Right? Someone that rises within to realize what you are without Christ. And that humbles you and transforms your life. And empowers you to rise within and to overcome. To die to that sin nature and rise to new life in Christ. And as you live that new, Christ, that new life in Christ, you rise above this world and the challenges and struggles and hardships. And then you rise beyond 
to serve God faithfully. Right here in Walnut Springs. And guess what? God's love extends to the ends of the earth. Wherever else you are, wherever else God calls you, you can serve the Lord Jesus Christ faithfully. And so I wanted you to think today, what do you believe about God? However long, you know, try to think about who's the first person that ever told you about God? Who was the first person that ever tempted to try to teach you who created you and where you came from and, uh, and, and, and the, the truths about God? And, and then what you really think, what do you believe? What do you believe about this God that created you? The God of the Bible. The story of Jesus Christ. Because here's the challenge today. If what you believe about God and if what we believe as a church family about God doesn't cause us to rise and produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit, it ain't Jesus. I don't know what it is we believe in, but it ain't Jesus. It's not the God of the Bible. It's not the truth. It's not the life. It's not the hope of the resurrected Savior, Jesus Christ. Because Jesus produces fruit. The Holy Spirit in your life is going to produce fruit. And so if what you believe about God doesn't cause you to rise and live for Him and die for Him, it's not Jesus. It's something else. But it's not Jesus Christ. Look at Galatians 5 today. Going too far. A passage that we should all memorize, but beginning in verse 16 in Galatians 5, he says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit. And the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. It's a spiritual battle we're all faced with. But if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warned you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. If we continually, unrepentantly live in those things... We're not, getting, we're not getting there. We don't know Christ as our Savior. The Holy Spirit is not in our life. If there's no repentance and there's no transformation, He says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. If what you believe about God doesn't cause you to rise 
and produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't happen overnight. Don't get me wrong. But you begin to see progress and transformation and change. And you can look back to six months ago or a year ago and you can see that the fruit of God's Spirit has grown in your life and, and challenged you and changed you and transformed you. Because if what we believe about God doesn't do that, it's not Jesus. Something's wrong. And so I challenge you today, are you willing to rise within and take a deep look at everything that Jesus said in Mark 7 and see those things in your own life and realize your desperate need to be saved from you, from your sin, from what's within your heart? Are you willing to rise above and have a whole new direction in life? Not just a Sunday religion or a once in a while God, but an everyday I'm, I have a new direction. And that's an eternal direction. A direction that sets my heart and my mind on the things above and then rise beyond all that you could ever imagine to become a producer of the Holy Spirit's fruit. Let's pray together. God, as we close this service today, we pray for resurrection power for every one of our lives that as a church, we would rise. We live in this world that's so fallen in sin and destruction and chaos. And that comes from within our own hearts. So God, we, we ask You to help us today to see every place in our life that we need Your resurrection power. We need Your Holy Spirit to come in and to overcome. And God, we think about those today that are, that are lost and not, they don't belong to You. They've, they've re rejected You. They're, they're, Satan has blinded them today to Your truth and to their need for salvation. And we pray for victory in their life today. That if someone's here today and they know they're lost, that they would cry out to You. That right now they would just begin to pray, Lord Jesus, give me eyes to see today. I repent of my sin. I believe You're the Savior. I believe, God, You raised Jesus from the dead. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart right now and save me. I want to rise today. And God, if someone's praying that prayer, we pray with them that You would help them today. But God, if we're believers here today and we've sunk down into the thoughts of this world, into the ways of this world, we ask for You to help us today to get us out of that, to rise us out of that mud, out of that muck, and to deliver us today that we would be cleansed, that we would be whole, that we would leave this week restored and renewed to do what You're calling us to do. God, You've got good works. You're calling all of us to do. Help us to do those things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. As we close this for a time of invitation today, we just encourage you, if God's put a burden on your heart and you need to pray with somebody today, come forward. And our deacons will be down here and I'll be down here. You can come and pray at the altar, but respond as God is leading you today. Let's stand and sing this song of invitation.